See, it's funny if you know what we're doing, but we did it kind of over it. <laughs> That's true. It's a little sound the song makes. Yeah. We are not cat boys. Yeah. I was just going to say, I might, maybe next time I'll grab one of the cats and I'll try and squeeze it out of them. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start from the bottom and like, like toothpaste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beansy looks like she's, she's ready for. Her, her podcast debut <laughs> ready for her sonic milking yeah ew. Gross. ew and yet that's what you want to do and yet very anyway accurate. yep um let's what do you say rob what do you say we start the show sonically milk each other for the next <laughs> hour and change Welcome to and twins and twins peaks peaks and twins peaks. <laughs> uh, we are the cat boys, Dan and Rob. We're Meow. elephant men. We're we're cat boys. We are uh, Catholics. Pr- <laughs> altar boys. <laughs> yeah, altar boys. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jersey boys, etc. Oh, what a night, Rob, Dan. This 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 episode of Twin Peaks, uh huh, it's called Wounds and Scars. Yeah, but if you is. if you could only pick one, <laughs> yeah, what would you pick? Ah, uh, scars, baby, definitely right? right. Scars remind us that the past is real. That's right. Also, chicks dig scars. Ooh, and if you have a wound, and nobody digs that, <laughs> chicks dig bullets out of wounds. If, yeah, if they are um, first responders, <laughs> they're trained. Yeah, they know yeah. how to stuff it with gauze in that right. way. Pack it with gauze, they say. Yeah, I've heard. You know, you take a uh, if you if you ever shot, it's fake. It's false. Really? Yeah, you're gonna say tampon. I was gonna say tampon. Yeah. How'd you know that? Um, uh, this is a classic. A common this is a classic among misconception dummies. among civilians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing Oakley's, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. I I was gonna point that out. Dan is rocking his uh, his new orange tinted Oakley's yep. and my Kevlar vest. Yep, Kevlar vest. I'm fully um, kitted out. Yep. Uh, all kind, several different kinds of camo. We have the uh, the desert camo. We mm. have jungle and street. Mm. Uh, well, you know what they say. Don't like my camo? Wait five minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's like the I mean, weather. Yeah, no, that they. I mean, you hear that at any Cabela's that you walk into. <laughs> uh, all right, wounds all right. and scars. So we agree, scar scars. It is scars. <laughs> La- last we met, something bad happened. <laughs> something bad happened. What? What was it, Dan? <laughs> <sighs> You're not going to believe this. <laughs> you you remember Josie Packard? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She got trapped in the, in a drawer pull. Really? Yes. That doesn't I, sound right at all. <laughs> and yet we saw her desperately trying to break out. 
Yeah, her spirit was trapped in a door, a drawer pull. Um, that's that's fine, right? You could probably <laughs> make do. When, I, I, so in this episode, right, we're we're dealing with the ramifications of Josie's death, right? Um, oh man, Sheriff Truman is in shambles. Yeah, this congrats. is the worst we've ever seen him. As an actor, certainly. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> this is like this is like to to use a sports reference. This is like when uh when they're like a basketball team, like they have like four of their starters are injured. You get the bench guys up, and it's like, wow, that guy's really good at standing in the corner and shooting three pointers while the other guys like do good stuff around him. <laughs> But then he has to play point guard. Right. Right. He's playing he's playing 35 minutes and, and you're, suddenly you're uh, like, oh, get back in the corner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's yeah. got one one thing. All yeah. Right. Uh, he. Yeah. He should not be yelling at his friend Dale Cooper. That's my opinion. I, I don't care how upset you. you are. I think uh, his whole thing <laughs> where he. Uh, he just goes to the book house to drink away his songs. <laughs> it's not the book house. It's his apartment, but it sure looks like. Well, he is. No, house. he is at the book house. Oh, was he? I thought it was his yeah. apartment. Or his no, there's a. Room. I mean, maybe he's at his house at one point, but um, either Hawk but or Andy is like, uh, there's a problem at the book house. And they go yeah. down and he's throwing there's everything. There's a problem at the book house. Well, I don't know. You better get down there. Who's that? It's pretty spot on Andy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting closer. Yeah. I, so I kind of feel like, you know, we talked about um, the uh, the sort of dip in uh, in in quality or whatever, in storylines, we'll say. Still mm-hmm. some good storylines going on, but there were a lot of silly bit there's a lot of silliness going on as well. I feel like these episodes are sort of like they're treading water. You know, their head is sort of like bobbing up and down as far as like, you know, uh, it's good, it's not, or whatever. You're not fully drowning here and you're not getting bogged down by it all, mm-hmm. but it isn't like you're not you're not walking on water like in the you know the early episode sure it feels like yeah i was thinking that because like we were talking about how last week's episode was like a return to form sure an rtf yeah a return to f (laughs) (laughs) and this one feels more like kind of splitting the difference between last week and basically everything leading up to it this season yeah yeah Um, i think I mean, I I appreciate that uh, Sheriff Truman is very upset that his uh, you know his girlfriend is now in a drawer pull, mm. but uh, you know it goes on for a really long time, in my opinion. <laughs> um, now a whole bit where he's like, "I got a bottle of booze and a gun. What do you want?" <laughs> yeah, waving the gun. That's waving the fucking gun. That's around. not. That's not Truman. Nah, even man. in like a totally distraught state, that can't be. That's not our Harry. That's that's not well, my Harry. I want to talk off the bat about the um, forensic analysis of the crime yes. scene, specifically the detail that 
Josie's body, her dead body, uh-huh. only weighed 65 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Which I have a few theories here. Do we, first of all, well, let me just ask off the bat. Do we ever get like a clear answer on where the Why rest? Why it weighs 65 pounds? Yeah. No. I okay. don't believe we do. No. I want to put some theories out. And if you have uh, any of your own, I want to hear them. All right. Well, I have, a, I have maybe one, but you go first. Okay. One. Yeah. Josie, uh, as we know, when a person dies, their bowels unclench. Josie (laughs) had an impacted colon Uh and it exploded out of her uh, b-hole when she died. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what Truman's so upset about. Yeah. You figure she probably weighs like 100 pounds, 110 pounds. She's a little person, right? Yeah. Um, although also Harry seems like, or I mean, the, not a little person like the man from another, place, no, no, no. But like a, a, a petite, a, yeah, a petite yeah. lady. Right. But at the same time, Michael Aunt Keen, is that his name? Plays yeah, Harry uh, Truman. Yeah. Yeah. He seems quite large or at least his hands are gigantic. Have you he noticed might have this? Big meaty hands. Yeah. yeah, he does. They had to give him a, they had to give him the gun, the cartoon gun from Roger rabbit to make his hands <laughs> look like a normal size. <laughs> I got, the, I got these big, strong hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's one theory yeah, is that she shit sure. her brains out. <laughs> right. Second theory, uh-huh. as we know, her soul is trapped in the drawer pull. Right. Did you know that the human soul weighs 55 pounds? <laughs> well, isn't that what... Uh uh, what is that that Will Smith movie where he kills himself with jellyfish in the tub? Oh, is it is, is it, it like seven, seven pounds? pounds or whatever? I want to yeah. say it's seven pounds, and yeah. they say that the the human soul weighs seven pounds. Oh, well, I was going lip Nicky style. Oh yeah, yeah. I was hitting you with that lip. I was giving <laughs> you the lip. <laughs> Coming at me with the lip. I my theory is that uh, you know she, maybe she weighs like. She weighed like 110 before, and now she weighs 65 pounds. So that's, what is that, a difference of uh, 45 pounds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how I did much? bad math. My bad. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, how much uh, How much do you think that uh, that uh, nightstand weighs, though, huh? Do you think there was some sort of a transference of weight to the nightstand? Like, if they weighed the nightstand Like, if they went to pick the nightstand up? the soul, yeah. Yeah, they'd be like, can I get some help with this, please? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this thing should only weigh about 15 pounds, but by God, it feels like it's... It's it's, it's closer to 60. 60 <laughs> <laughs> what is this, filled with... This is well-made. What is the, What is this, Danish? Is this Danish made? <laughs> um, yeah, so... Josie's body, uh, a little light. <laughs> it's a little light. I think, um, I, yeah, that or um, what's her name or his name? I guess the doctor, the good Doc doctor. Hayward. Yeah, I've, he's got a bit of an organ harvesting situation going. He's like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It just always weighed sixty five pounds when it got always, here. Hey, I opened her up, and those organs weren't even there. You can ask anyone. I was shocked. <laughs> Doc Hayward is a, a harvesting organs of Twin Peaks. He's a disgusting man. Yeah. Uh, honestly, wouldn't be wouldn't it be that 
shocking to find. Not maybe not Doc Hayward, but maybe one uh, Doctor. What is it? Uh, fuck, lost it. Jacoby? No. Oh well, Jacoby. No way. He, he's not. Yeah, he's not into uh, organ. Uh, Gerald Craig. Gerald Craig. Doctor Gerald Craig. Who Who's the that? hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's the <laughs> alias of. Of one uh, oh, Wyndham Earl. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's right. That whole thing. <laughs> that whole thing. Dr. Gerald Craig drowned on a camping trip. <laughs> that made me laugh. It's like, why? Why is that? Why do you got to give him the dumbest? Uh, like, it, it's, it feels, I mean, it is, it's definitely very dumb. We, yeah. he, we were whitewater rafting and he drowned. Yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> such an unnecessary bit of drama. It's very funny. <laughs> But okay, I'm gonna add, is this more I don't know. I feel like, you know, early on especially we were going for you know, the show's going for a uh soap opera vibe, right? Yeah. This is with the the Lynch weirdness. Does uh does drowning does your friend drowning and coming back Totally. It creates an opening for him to show up later soaking wet. <laughs> Ten years later, yeah. <laughs> he's in the river the whole time. I mean, ten years later, Doctor Hayward has been out of med school. I would assume for much longer than that. I thought he was like thirty-five. <laughs> it's, it's that nineteen ninety-one thirty-five. That's right. That's it's that you know you can smoke in the OR back then. Oh yeah, you're just yeah. ashing in an open <laughs> body. Yeah. If they could do that, Josie's body would have weighed 80 pounds, 15 <laughs> pounds of cigarette ash. That's right. <laughs> so, so yes. Um, yeah, Wyndham Earl, that doofus. Yeah, he is kind of being a doofus. He he has a bunch of disguises in this. Well, for, okay, so we see, um, we get some of the, some more chess stuff, right? Um, I love the scene with, uh, Cooper and Pete and Pete is, you know, the resident uh, chess expert. And he's like, uh, I've, I've run hundreds of <laughs> stalemate games and you never, you can never go without losing some pieces. I like you're even doing the Jack Nance. eye as you get into character. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You got we the got one a, squinty eye. Yeah. It, it helps me get into the, <laughs> the character. <laughs> More Nance. God, what else is he in besides? Oh, he's in Dune. <laughs> oh, that's right. He is. Of course. <laughs> of course. Jack which, Nance of Dune. Thing, <laughs> right. Yeah. Which, which, hey, you can hear all about over at patreon.com slash pod link in the show notes. Uh, oh, wait, are we? running through all of David Lynch's movies on the Patreon right now. It sure seems that way. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If there it's were an SAT question that were like, continue this pattern. <laughs> and it was like eraser head, elephant man, Dune, Dune. <laughs> You'd be like, well, blue velvet, of course, of, of course. Um, I, it looks like he was in, Oh, he was in one episode of my so-called life. I got to check that out. Um, 
You call so, this a life? I can't do it. <laughs> this is your so-called life? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Pete is is helping him out with the uh, the chessboard. Um, I love it. The, and then off to the side here, you see... Uh, uh, well, Lucy calls out and she says, um, no, oh. Mr. Martell, uh, Andy didn't do the hook thing with the, the knight. And and he's like, Andy, you gotta you gotta do the hook thing. He's like, every time <laughs> it's a privilege. That's what he says. Which I like uh, that. Yeah. Um, they have nothing to do anymore, those two, huh? Not really. They've no. been fully relegated to the kids' table. One hundred percent. The the things that they are like inventing for people to do here. Yeah. Meanwhile, we are to believe that Wyndham Earl is like the most dangerous man in the world, and only Cooper cares. <laughs> yeah, no true. one else gives a shit. No. no They're doing a little fashion it. show. Yeah. I love that. I love the fashion show. Uh, yeah. Obviously. Uh, obviously, we love the fashion show. Also, this I did not expect to see Tim Pinkle again. Uh, who is Tim Pinkle? That's a uh, Squiggy. Oh yes, <laughs> Tim. Yeah. <laughs> so they were, of course, um, they're having. Uh, what's Dick Tremaine is organizing a fashion show for. Um, uh, it's as a fundraiser to raise money uh, for the. What kind of weasel is it now? The pine weasel. The pine. That's weasel, the uh, horse. Yeah, that's the. Uh, that's how he says it every time too. The pine, the pine weasel. weasel. That man hits his plosive peas like nobody else in Hollywood. Let me oh, tell you, yeah. he's great. Great at that. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, all right, we're we're sort of jumping around here. Um. Let's stick with Wyndham Earl for for the time being. So we uh, we we do see Wyndham Earl uh, dressed as well. I we talked about him dressed as uh, Gerald um, Craig, Doctor Gerald Craig, when he shows up to the Hayward house, and oh, mom and dad are not home, but Donna's home, and he introduces himself, and he seems like a nice old man. He's so she like, lets him in. Yeah, as soon as he's like. You're you're a very pretty young lady. She's like, get get the fuck in here. Let me <laughs> let me please let me serve you some lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I hope you like lemonade because I have been working on a recipe and I think you are gonna like it. Here, my secret: I put sugar in it. <laughs> Not a lot of people do this, but I will <laughs> add some sugar to it. <laughs> Just drink sour ass lemon juice. Um. Yeah, and that, so they they have a they talk they have like a little little sweet conversation. It does get a little weird, right? Like towards the end, not like too much. Like Donna has no idea what's going on. Um, it, you know, he comes in. He says he has a gift for her father. Says that you know they they knew each other in school and whatnot. So she is like you know very welcoming or whatever. And they sit and they talk. And uh, and he knows, you know, he knows everything about him uh, or everything about, you know, Donna and her family and all that, because, uh, of course, you know, this guy does his research. 
this Do your sick, own research, and this, guys. And this sick fuck, yeah. he's delighted by how much he knows and how oh, little he is just she knows. tickled. It's such a devious game, and, and somehow he loves it? Oh, <laughs> what an evil man. Yeah. Yeah, I got to tell you, know, uh, when... <laughs> When we go from like Bob, yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> and all Bob, of that. who's um, a demon, yeah, essentially a demon in denim. Um, oh my god, demon is an acronym for denim. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> no, no, you're right, <laughs> denim, yeah. <laughs> denim. Yeah. <laughs> well, it checks out. No, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, when you go from, you know, Bob possessing, you know, people and committing heinous making, acts. Yeah, making a man R and murder his own daughter. Yeah. To making Leo, like, shine his shoes or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he's basically turned Leo into... Uh, what Leo had turned Shelly into, like the the doting housewife who also like is constantly gets, abused. Yeah, gets the switch. <laughs> yeah. You know? Don't make me grab my bamboo flute and beat you with this. <laughs> I'll play it. I swear to God, I'll play <laughs> yeah. it. First I'll beat you and then I will play this flute. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a step down as far as like uh you know, antagonists, right? Mm. I, I do feel like Meanwhile, as soon as we step was, away from uh, the Laura Palmer stuff, it, the it, it the show feels a little lost. Yeah. You know, like uh, Cooper, I think, is still, um, you know, there, there's all kinds of we on the outskirts of these episodes. It's like, all right, the Black Lodge, we're, we're finding out, you know, some more information about the the spirituality and the uh, all the mysticism in Twin Peaks, but like the the real everyday stuff. Basically, you know, if every episode is around you know approximately one day in Twin Peaks, the past like two weeks have been a little slow. If you ask me, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. I also just think it's. Silly to insist on bringing in Wyndham Earl when Bob is still at large. Well, yeah, I and mean, we saw we Bob. Ju- we just saw him. We just saw him. Are look, are Bob <sighs> and Wyndham Earl? There's going to be some going on there, right? There has to be. Otherwise, how do you justify any of this? So I, I'm not. I can't. I'm not going to tell you anything definitively, but Go I will ahead. say that that. Bob and Wyndham Earl are not like the same person. Bob is no, not, no, no, no. Obviously, like Wyndham yeah. Earl. It would Bob deserves Bob, so much better. <laughs> yeah, Bob is a son of a bitch, <laughs> and Wyndham Earl just seems like a fucking goofball with a costume trunk. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Wyndham Earl is just like twirling his stupid his series of fake mustaches. <laughs> yes. Yeah, endless I mean, is, re- endless reserve of fake mustaches. Yeah, he is essentially like planning on tying a girl to the railroad tracks. Yeah, so that's like kind of what he's getting at. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny. I I've been watching uh, Arrested Development. I'm on season three, which like, oh, the- stick with it. It's about to get good. 
the the little Britain stuff is just some of the funniest shit ever. It's, I love it. It's great. Yeah, it's really. Uh, but um, the the way that like you know everybody is like constantly in disguise. Tobias is always <laughs> getting into a disguise, right. or like George Senior is in a disguise, or whatever. Yeah. And then, then I watch this, and I'm like, Wyndham Earl, he's dressed like a biker at the he's, at the double yeah, R diner. <laughs> someone someone likened him to Gene Parmesan. Actually, <laughs> I was talking to someone about the show. <laughs> I, I'm just remembering this. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just he being Gene, Gene Parmesan. Yeah. <laughs> ah, Wyndham. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's a really good joke. Um, but you're right. I mean, he is like. We haven't seen him do anything. He's just been like, you know, dressing up and like showing up places. Like, I don't know. He's been in disguise and he, and it's just like, oh, I just want to, I, I want to see how close I could get to all of these people. And then I'll walk then, away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, I mean, I guess technically things are escalating. Like in the case of, uh, the the three beautiful women like he literally yeah. just brought them there and then he was like my work here is done <laughs> and then I, with i finally got the three most beautiful women in twin peaks in the same room together <laughs> which has not happened so far no like you we have to i mean we Cri- gotta hand it to him there we he put different characters in a room for the first time yeah um, i mean shelly is like wait what what is going who's bob what are we talking about <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, yeah, Shelly's just been trying to do like insurance fraud for the past yeah. week. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's been, you she's know, been dealing with the Bobby Briggs experience. Uh, I love Bobby. that he just left and she just like got like Leo's gone too, and she just gets to go be a diner waitress. Yes. That's as she, she always wanted, right? She was yeah, like that, weeping when she had to quit. Yes. All she wanted to do was live a simple life as a diner waitress in the town of Twin Peaks. And now she gets to do that, which is nice. Um, But anyway, yeah, yeah. I guess technically Wyndham Earl is inching closer because like this time he actually gives Donna a little scary clue for Mm. Doc Hayward. Yeah. We we, we don't see what the clue is though, right? I don't, I thought we don't. I don't remember. I don't think so. I, we it's just, funny. I watched this episode two days ago. Yeah, same. And it's mm, I'm grasping in the in the back of my mind trying to to remember anything. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the is the gift just the chess move? Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, is yes. Is that all it is? Okay, right. It's a it's a chess move, right? And the, so. At a certain point, Wyndham Earl also realizes that, uh, you know, Cooper is not he's play, he's trying to play a stalemate game. Right? Mm. And he's like, Cooper, that, you know, he doesn't have that in him. Um, he might mu- he must be getting help from somebody. Right. So which angers, uh, you know, Wyndham and that which is, you know, maybe what sends him over to the Hayward household. But. Again, I mean, he just drops off a chess piece in a chess move, and he's like, uh, I'm a diabolical genius. Just wait. <laughs> you just wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, like, 
I don't know. This isn't, this can't possibly pay off. That's the thing I keep telling myself. It's like they've done, the wheels have just been spinning on this so, so much. I, I, all right. I'm not, again, I won't tell you anything. Honestly, I don't remember all of the, the Windham Earl storyline. I remember the ending of it. And I do remember it. It's, it's leading to something. Um, we're going somewhere with this. I mean, um, yeah, something will happen, but it's, no, I, I'm going to be I, mad about it, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know if you will. I'm always we'll mad. I'm always I, mad. Well, I got all these little moods I get in. <laughs> I look, you're sitting back in your chair right now like a like you're a, like a, a disc like a disc jockey is just like kind of kind of over it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, man. Let me let me rap with you about. Yeah, I, I got the I got the midnight to five a.m. block. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a dream. Mm. <laughs> Sounds nice. No light. You know the lights are basically off except like the little red light blinking, letting yeah. you know you're on the air. Just playing music that no one will hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna coming up. We got some Chick Korea. <laughs> It's Chikoria. You don't know Chikoria? No. Um, that's what that's what you call the diarrhea you get when you eat a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> no. It's uh Chikoria is a jazz pianist, keyboardist. Oh, look at you. He was You're in is he jazz in, guy. He was maybe in Weather Report. You know Weather Report? No. That's okay. <laughs> All right. You're such a, a jazz guy. You're such a jazz daddy o. Did Shakira play with Weather Report? Ooh, no, who is Weather Report? Did. They're a famous jazz fusion band. Oh. All right. Well, Wayne Shorter. <laughs> I'm thinking it. I was thinking it. Bobby jo- Gufano. Yeah. Paul well, Gufano. That's that's why the one guy. Paul Gufano. That's why the one guy's name is Tiny Squig Boop Shorterly. It's like a <laughs> Wayne Shorter thing. Uh, I was thinking of Jocko Pistorius, who I'm sure you oh. have heard of. Jock, I have heard of Jocko's yeah, stories. Jocko's in Weather Report, but um, gotcha. Yeah. Also, all Wayne right. Shorter plays the sax solo on Asia. Oh, all right. A famous solo. The famous sax solo for the band Asia. No, the Steely Dan song Asia. Asia. With, oh my. God. Asia with a J. <laughs> Try to keep up, my man. Asia with a J. Where do they put that J? <laughs> Tell you what, I think these guys passed around a J before they wrote that crazy song. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to be high on something and name your band Steely Dan. Name your band after a damn dildo, a fictional dildo. A fictional dildo. <laughs> you know, be that would be hilarious. A, uh, that would be a funny name for a Steely Dan <laughs> tribute band. Fictional dildo. Fictional dildo. <laughs> that it would be funny. Um, enough about fictional dildos. <laughs> enough about fictional dildos. Let's talk about you. So, uh, what do we say? Truman. Let's talk about him a little bit. He's uh, he's been he's just fucking drinking his face off, and he's like sitting in a dark room. It's like it. It's it. I don't know. It's like a cartoon or like a I don't know like a 
fucking yeah uh, it's like the absence it's like a one panel cartoon you know it's like guy sitting at desk in the dark with a bottle and a gun on the desk yeah <laughs> it's like the absence of writing it just yeah you just you just it, it exists already you just gotta cut and paste it into your own show yeah kind of right um it feels so what, like first of all it feels very james coded what he's doing sure in that he seems like a stupid baby and it's like moping around yeah. moping around i get i guess i get that they were in love well, except yeah i think you know what i think really like the maybe the thing that's underpinning this that maybe they'll get into when he has his like session with Dr. Jacoby that everyone gets when they need to snap out of something. Right. Um, he's going to be like, cause it's not just that the woman he loved died. It's also that she was lying to him about every single thing about her. Yes. And he is a lawman, So, right. right. This also calls into question his own judgment as a lawman. <laughs> if he can't even tell that, this uh, lady was uh, taking advantage of him, but also did seem like she kind of actually had feelings for him. Yeah. I mean that, so that all makes more sense. It's, I don't, it's just not really, it's not there. Yeah. It's just not. All there. he does is go, leave me alone. Yeah. Rose drink. You know, if, if I don't know. I I feel like if they went in a different direction with uh with Truman's grieving, you know, like uh if it was a little bit more and not that this is not uh depressed. He he is depressed, but it's like a this weird sort of macho depression where he's like I have to be alone with my booze and my gun instead of like a vulnerable sort of place where he's like, I've been like, I was in love with this woman and she, she, I mean, she lied to me the entire time. Yeah. And she's responsible for killing so many people. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, and those are facts. Like at a certain point in this episode, they're like, yeah, I mean, we basically pinned, uh, you know, we, we could put her in all of these places when these people died. Right. She's responsible for it. Right. Yeah. It's, it's also just like, I don't know. There are, I feel like there are other ways of just having him express this where he's not out taken out of the action again. Like, yeah. So many people just get sidelined. I think probably, I mean, I don't really know why. Cause like the things that fill it in are like Ben Horn's fucking fashion show. Yes. And a little bit of the Dale Wyndham Earl stuff, but like, I like, why shouldn't Harry be involved with that? But like spiraling as he's trying to do his job, like, yeah. Right. That's sort of like a lit fuse where we're like eventually going to arrive at a point where things kind of like explode or whatever. Right. Like he messes something up or he just like, you know, breaks down on the job or whatever the hell. Or Wyndham starts toying with him. He catches wind of this, like Wyndham, yeah, yeah. wind of Earl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it, it is frustrating to see so I, many it, people get like pushed off to the sides so that we can focus on what feels like a really thin, boring set of circumstances. Sure. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah. and what, sort of, sorry, one more thing. Yeah. As like a parallel to the like downgrading of stakes when you go from Bob to Wyndham Earl. Uh-huh. Similarly, I think the, the stuff with um, Ben and Piper Laurie, I can't think mm-hmm. of her name for some reason. Catherine. Catherine. Um, yeah. That feels like such a downgrade, right? Like last time it was yeah. like, let's fucking scheme to burn down your mill. <laughs> and now it's like, I got to save the pine weasel. And, yeah. and I really mean it. I, I mean, <laughs> I think he's full of shit. Of course. Right. Of course. Of course. course. But um, yeah, even that it's just like, it's such I, a toned down version of, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think once, you know, once all of these things happen, once they burn the mill down and, you know, uh, Leland dies and, you know, the Laura Palmer case is closed, you're left with a whole town of people that we now like for, you know, for who they are. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to move these pieces around these people and, uh, you know, change their motivations and whatever else. And it's... Like, you know, making Ben a Civil War general is dumb. That's a dumb thing to do. It's I think. a bit dumb. <laughs> it's a bit dumb. Now, I do think there's a charitable read on this. Okay. And it kind of like ties into the sort of, I don't know. We, I feel like there have been, t- not I feel like, I'm remembering when. Yes. There have been times on the show when we've talked about um, this all being sort of like just how Twin Peaks is sort of a stand-in for America at different moments in time. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and I do think there's a read on this where it's like season one, you know, things are kind of like, they're a bit supernatural, a bit yeah. spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the, and like kind of like immediate and sort of like wild Westy, right? Like, people are going head to head, right? Like it's like, yeah. And then this, it's the more sort of like technocratic, like Ben, you know, Ben isn't, Ben is no longer like trying to burn down the mill and just like backstab Catherine or whatever the fuck he's like, he's going through these like layers of subter, like this, like he's pretending to want to save the pine weasel. He's greenwashing. No, Uh it's, and and like Wyndham Earl, right? He's just like ultimately just like a bureau, another bureau agent. And we're doing <laughs> sure. we're doing this same sort of just like there's like a proxy fight with a chess game. I don't know. <laughs> it all just feels less immediate in a way that feels like more contemporary. Yeah, and, I, I, you so, know, yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. And like I don't know, even with like James as an avatar of like. 50s teenage culture, right? Uh, He's uh-huh. gone. He rode off into fucking nowhere. So yeah. Now it's like now it now it feels like we're in like the 70s or the 80s or something, you know? Sure. Possibly yeah, even yeah. the 90s. Yeah. When the show was it, made. I it I could see it sort of being like the 90s where it's just like this weird sort of like we got nothing uh uh, we're a bit rudderless. We're kind of adrift. Yeah, you know, think you know, we don't have a uh, uh, anything 
too uh, important that we're focusing on, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Uh, honestly, like, you know, uh, Wyndham Earl killed a drifter that we've never met before, right? Yeah. Like, left him in the in the sheriff's office there. Uh, big introduction for Wyndham Earl, you know? He, hey, I left you a drifter. How do you like that? Mm. Um, like when a cat puts a bird in your... Yeah, it was a gift. <laughs> But uh, I do kind of feel like somebody that we know should die at Window Merle's hand, you know? Is that going to happen? Uh, I honestly don't remember. You're, um, you're lying. No, no. I, you're it, lying to like, your co-host. <laughs> Meanwhile, my- and I'll add, I did nothing yeah. wrong to deserve that. <laughs> I, I, off the top of my head, I don't think that he does but i i really don't remember um you're such a liar no 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 you're lying nah bro he's gonna kill shelly and no way man okay that's exactly what's gonna happen no way you're look at you you're shit-eating grill he's giggling <laughs> look at him he's giggling like a fucking idiot but even that is gonna be like <laughs> that's not gonna no. be satisfying because no what I'm saying, I think with after the introduction of Wyndham Earl, like we, well, it's he's been in three episodes mm-hmm. so far. Like he should be like, he should have killed at least one more person by now. Giving the whole situation more uh, immediate dire stakes. I, you know, I agree. I agree. Like Cooper has to fucking find this guy before he kills again, and you know that's. Maybe it puts the whole town on edge, you know, like obviously Laura Palmer dies and now another person that we may know and love. Um, not that I want to see any of our characters die here. My goodness. But, uh, you know what I mean? You got you to spill a little blood. You got to spill it's a little time. You got to kill your darlings. Yeah. Man. Break a few eggs. I have something to say about Wyndham Earl. Please. After the break. Oh, a little tease. <laughs> All right. So, uh, guys, if you want to continue listening to the episode, you could jump over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash kingmepod. Sign up for a seven-day free trial. After that, it is $5 a month. You get the Tuesday episodes where we've been talking about the show Twin Peaks, which we will continue to do until we are done with the show. And on every other Friday, we've been uh, you know, doing different uh you know, different genre movies. Right now we're in the middle of our David Lynch series. We just did Dune and boy, did we have strong opinions on Dune? We liked it. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, was um, a, it was a good time. It, it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, check it out. Uh, Patreon.com slash King We'll see you there. Be right back. Okay.